Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. I'm Dave Detman, also known as Dr. Gadget. I've got a new podcast called The Big Idea. And every week I talk to inventors and visionaries who made it big in their respective industries. We'll tackle weekly trending tech, provide inside tips for your success, and go deep dives on the latest and greatest innovations. And I know you're going to love this part. I'll also have plenty of free giveaways. Who doesn't love free stuff? So listen to and follow The Big Idea with me, Dr. Gadget, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast One, and wherever you get your podcasts. J.B. Weld, today's podcast brought to you by J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. The brand DIYers and pros have trusted for over 50 years. you got to keep it in your cupboard, your toolbox, your garage. Available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, wherever you find finer products. Proudly made in the U.S. of A. All right, what are we talking about in this show, Motorator? Oh, we're going to get uh, a little preview of the Long Beach Grand Prix, or I guess it's Grand Prix of Long Beach. I mm-hmm. keep getting that one wrong. They mm-hmm. got the IMSA class going up uh, over there, and you're going to be driving an NSX at the track. Exciting. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance. So it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote, or contact a local agent. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on. Mandates. You get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling friends. This is CarCast. Matt McCurl, it's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Yeah, things have been good. Things have been busy. I'm looking forward to uh, Grand Prix of Long Beach. Yeah, this, uh, weekend. Also looking forward to Chris's wedding. I, I didn't. Oh I, yeah, I was gonna. But this isn't the wedding <laughs> podcast. This, this is, is the, the Grand Prix. Weekend. This is the you know it's the car yeah. cash. So I decided like, Jeez, how long is it? I I missed one. I was out of town doing shows. I I, I don't know. Has it been three years since I've been there? I Four think, years? I think it's been a few years. And then there was like a year off. There's a right. pandemic version, and then the one we just went to, the one that I just went to, was September, and then they, you know, because they postponed it, and then they brought it back to the regular schedule of April. So they raced September, I think it was September, somewhere around September, and then now April. So, mm-hmm. so they're back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. You're looking forward to that. Uh, we'll be hanging around with everybody, but I think uh, Letterman Ray Hall maybe. Um, as Bobby's going to be there. Bobby's going to be there. Graham Ray Hall, of course, is going to be racing. Uh, Simon Pagano, who was on the show earlier this week, um, with his new team, Meyer Shank Racing. His teammate is Elio Castroneves. Great. Uh, so we had a great uh, chat with with Simon. Um, so we're going to see those guys. And Good. then you're going to be back on the track. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we could get into that Are for we a doing minute. the Acura ride-along thing? Y- yes. So... 
what what's typically done in the past is when they did the pro celebrity race, there was also some ride alongs in mm-hmm. in some cars for media. They put them the, in like a hopped up Camry or something. Yeah, or whatever the pace car was, mm-hmm. or a couple mm-hmm. of them. But, uh, you know, Acura has been uh, the main sponsor now. And during the racing weekend, they bring out a couple of, like, racing instructors or drivers. And they do some ride-alongs in between racing sessions. You know, IndyCar does a practice. They take a break. They do some ride-alongs to sponsors and VIPs and charity winners and things like that. And. Mm -hmm. You know, and most of the drivers that are out there, pretty much all the drivers that are out there are professional drivers or racing instructors. But an opportunity came up. You do have a little bit of experience on this track. Yeah, the opportunity came up for you to drive. So we said, sure, I think you'd like to do that. Is it NSX? So we're going to go out there Sunday. Um, You're going to be out there Sunday morning. Uh, People can, you know, anybody that's out there Sunday morning can watch. You're going to be driving the NSX, which is interesting because I drove the NSX and it's a car that I really do enjoy. I like the car, um, a hybrid, you know, gas engine and the hybrid. But it's a little kind of just feels like a regular Acura on the street. But when you wake the car up, when you put it into the track modes and the and and stuff, which I think you'll have the opportunity to do, you're really going to see what this car can do. The the I think the comment that most people have said about the Acura is it's an incredibly fast car if you have somebody behind the wheel that can make it go fast because it's it was meant to be I don't know just kind of a tame car it's not you know it's not like a crazy slide around a track GT500 or or something really kind of raw you know mm-hmm. GT3 RS and mm-hmm. some of the cars we raced at Vegas on, on at Speed Vegas mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this is going to be very interesting, but the the NSX, it's got three electric motors with the gas engine. The combined mm-hmm. horsepower is 573 horsepower. Mm-hmm. So the engine in the back, or the mid-engine, is 500 horsepower. Mm-hmm. It's got an electric motor. Is it? It's a V6. Is it turboed? It is. It's a, it's a twin turbo, 3.5 liter. Hmm. It has an electric motor in the back or attached to the engine or or on the transmission that is 47 horsepower that helps power the rear wheels with the gas engine. Mm-hmm. And then it has two electric motors, one on each front wheel that's 36 horsepower each. So the so the the gas engine's 500 and the total combined is 573 horsepower. Yeah, that thing will scoot around that track, and it's a good track. I mean, it's it's, it's good for a street track. I've, I've been sort of thinking about it lately, and it, it's it's an easier track to drive because there's just there's no elevation changes. The line is pretty easy to pick up on mm-hmm. unless you're Dara Torres, <laughs> in which case you <laughs> ignore all lines again and again and again. You look at that thing on the hairpin, yeah. you stop it. She's literally facing the grandstands going the other direction on the straightaway yeah. and heading right at me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How could that possibly you know, I, ever work? I, I told Ugh. you that when, when Goldberg did it and he got crashed off the track and he's like, who was it? It was the damn swimmers. Like, Dara Torres? Uh, like, yeah. yes! <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> so, uh, may have taken second in that race if she just let yeah. me alone. But anyway... 
Um, well, look, she was not invited back to drive an NSX. That's you right. Were. I was. But- I, I have never crashed on that track. Um, knock on laminated wood. Um, <laughs> I've had some, you know, stuff come up, but I've just never, I've always, my, I always was like, I'm going to keep it clean and finish this race. Yeah. This is so much fun. I don't want to deprive myself of laps on this track. You know, but how many times have we also had the discussion going, you know what, there's a lot of celebrities that kind of forget in the, in the passion the moment, forget what they learn and wreck the cars. And that's a pretty good way to not get invited back. Mm-hmm. Right? And you want to get invited back because you like doing the race. Yeah. I, here's a question for you, though, is when you get into the NSX, it's got a nine-speed twin clutch that I guess you can just run it in auto or run it or paddle shift it. Mm-hmm. So now we kind of like, hmm, I don't know what you want to do. But the question is, is if it's in track mode, I don't remember. If it's in track mode, is it only paddle? I would bet it is. You know, I, wonder I, if you can I, run I have no paddle. idea, but I would bet it is. Or they do something with the with the automatic mode where they add another 800 RPM or yeah, something to yeah. the whatever. But I mean, it gets very smart. Like when you start to, like if you run it in the street mode, then you run it in the, whatever, the sport plus or the track mode, you see that it, it holds revs. You know, when you're, when you're braking hard, it holds revs up. You get out of the turn. Does it blip the throttle? It, I, well, I don't know that it really needs to. Yeah, I guess it would. I guess if it you're kind paddle of does. shifting. Yeah. And then, you know, now you got electric motors in the front, so now it's kind of pulling you out of mm-hmm. that turn. And those mm-hmm. electric motors in the aggressive modes, we talked about this on supercars. You can start to notice where it fills in for the turbo lag. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hard on the brakes and you're digging out of a corner. Those electric motors get that that you know that first hairpin, man, sixty feet going. Oh yeah, I think yeah. at the end of um, shoreline, you could be going a hundred and. 53 miles an hour in that car i'd say it's a long enough straight i think the little um the little uh pop gun scions yeah probably 130 chin change at the end of that thing i was gonna say the 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 accuracy is gonna be way faster than anything you've driven on that track before oh yeah i mean the scions had 210 horsepower yeah maybe 215 yeah this is getting this is knocking on the door of three times that two and a half yeah. times that <laughs> yeah it'll it'll be it you'll be getting going a lot faster at the end of that yeah. uh, shoreline we just have to make sure and work out those brake markers a little bit better. Uh, yeah yeah and actually we need to see are the are is the nsx that you're going to drive is it the steel brakes or the carbon brakes because uh, yeah. there is a difference especially in that track the carbon i think the the steel brakes have I've I've read some people saying, "Hey, it fades a little bit after a while." But the well, carbon after brakes, a while, yeah, the <laughs> carbon brakes I think aren't better. Just in general, they're just they're better over time, right? And and with heat in them, right? Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. So that'll be fun. I wonder what time they want me there. And uh, about nine. Yeah, a little before nine. Yeah, nine ish. Yeah, could do that. Got to figure out. You know, well, I mean, technically, there's a six forty five a.m. meeting, but I told them that. Yeah, we'll want me to bring a uh, fire suit? I think you should. No uh, helmet. Um, uh, bring, bring you can bring your helmet. Bring everything. Yeah, just okay. just bring the bag, and then we'll okay. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll get more details in the next couple of days. So uh, the the race is Sunday. There's some vintage stuff going on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. I'm yeah. not sure when the is is the vintage stuff going off after the indie race. 
And then uh, the next question is, is, are they bringing the trucks back? Oh, they usually do the trucks at the end after the Indy race. So now I'm wondering when the vintage race. Well, Chris can look when well, that goes I, off. I, I didn't see it on the schedule. Um, you know, yeah, but Simon told me that um, they're doing their warm-up at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you'll be getting into the NSX. So I think you're up right after theirs. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, the historic oh, so then race is at, uh, at 10.45. And you'll be out of the NSX by then. So... But it says uh, yeah. NSX hot laps at uh, eleven ten. Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I don't was, let them was, do that thing where I they was, go. We need you there at nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll have to confirm. But I was told, I was told, if you can't make the six forty five, you got to make the nine because they're still going to have a meeting. Meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I. The, the, this business, uh, every business, it's like we're going to have a meeting. Like yeah. I've, I've done things where. They go like, we're going to – let me explain who I am. <laughs> they do this thing where it's like, hey, you're going to do this thing in Florida. You're going to land at uh, midnight, and we're going to meet in the lobby at uh, 6.30, and we're going to have a have a meeting from uh, 6.30 to 7, and then we're going to get in the van, and we got to go to location. That's about an hour away. And then I raise my hand, and I go, why don't we do the meeting in the van? That's what I'm saying. And, right. and I, I, they, everyone looks at me. And I go, no, no, we're going to be in the van for an hour. Why don't we just talk about the eight minutes of whatever we have to talk about yeah. in the van? In the van. Because there's no, there's no real, there's a, there's a, like a discussion of like, you know, you do X amount of laps. Here's where you get off the course. Here's where you get on the course. It can all be, it can all be, um, ingested in about a four-minute span, yeah. and then you wait around for two and a half hours before you get in the car. And I, I tell you what, even if you did the meeting and then got in the van, people are going to talk about the meeting in the van. That's where the right. questions come up and everything right. else, right? So right. why go, hey, we only got 30 minutes for the meeting, right? Right, And so-and-so's running late and line at the coffee, and then like, just right. do it in the van anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I agree. So we'll see. I mean, we can ask them. There's, there's two things about this business. They all business. They they want to have a meeting, and they want eyes on you, and they want eyes on you. Yeah. And then you go, look, if the shit starts at eleven thirty, then I'll get there at eleven. And we're, oh no 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 no, we need to have <laughs> eyes on you. And it's like first off, I'm not a rapper. Like I I will show up when you need me to show up, but <laughs> right, right. I don't want to be there for two and a half hours just so you know I'm there. Yeah, that's how they that's that's how the business goes. Well, we'll point out the schedule to them and point out the hundred laps they, i've done on that track and we'll see they said they're like ah, oh, well there there is a mandatory meeting at six forty five. you know if adam can't make it make it can you send a representative i was like no <laughs> can't can't do that <laughs> well just play the wedding card tell them i'm out of town <laughs> that, for a well, we did that yeah oh good oh yeah we did that for for sure now the question that we probably should get to solving right now is uh in-car radio for the trans am race I still never really solved that riddle. Yes. Uh, now, I could get some, you know, ultimate ears molded earbuds and plug them into something. But we're going to have to talk to that team and go, whatever we're going to put in the helmet, tell us now. Yeah. All right. So we should uh, fire off an email to the team and said, what are you expecting us to bring? Mm-hmm. And what are you guys going to provide? And then from there, we'll ask a bunch of questions because there'll be some holes in the correspondence as there 
Yeah. Always is. Now that's uh so that's coming up soon. So we'll uh, look forward to that. We'll document yes. it. We'll keep everyone posted. And uh, yeah, so again, driver suit as well. Um, I nobody mentioned anything. Oh, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Be good. Good to figure that yeah. one out. So as well. here, here's here's a question for both Long Beach and potentially Trans Am. You have a number of racing suits. Do you have one that's clean, like nothing on it? Do you just have like a like a new suit, like Sparco suit in a bag somewhere that probably doesn't have? I think there's one that just says Sparco on it. Yeah, I think I I, I thought you had one that was just kind of a red one that just says Sparco on it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I can just uh, bring that one. I think that's going to be the the default for now, and then we'll take it from there. We're just gonna. All right. So uh, radio fire suit. And uh, do people like uh, Pilsner or IPAs? Those yes. are the questions to ask the yes. race team. All right. <laughs> so what else is going on in uh, your, your car world? Um, I want to get in a little bit to the, uh, to the vintage race at, at Long Beach as well about the theme for that. Let me just uh, hit McGuire's real quick. All right. You know, car waxes have come a long way. And over the last few years, McGuire's has launched the next generation of protective products specifically geared toward DIYers. They have a huge lineup currently of their hybrid ceramic products, such as their spray wax, the hybrid ceramic liquid wax, the spray detailer, the ceramic wash and wax, and the hybrid wash mitt. And new for this year, they have the hybrid ceramic prep wax. I'm sorry, it's the pre-wax prep. This revives the paint easily, removes swirls and other minor defects. It's a really good, easy-to-use product. And they have their ceramic trim restore. Restores the darkness and shine to the exterior trim, which is uh, also good if you've got uh, – what's what's that? That damn avalanche. you got an avalanche? Oh, you're going to want this. Oh, Chevy avalanche. Yeah. Better, the other one is um, get two of those. The Honda. Is it the is – Element? Is the Element? The minivan? Now, it's the one that's like the little square SUV that has just giant black. Like, I think that's the element. I think it could be the element. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it is a, it's, it, I'd call it a minivan, but maybe yeah, it's it is kind of a mini, SUV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely want this. You want the hybrid ceramic trim restorer for that thing. Uh, well, now McGuire's has a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. For incredible water beating and protection and durability beyond traditional wax, it's ceramic made easy. It's McGuire's. All right, so the vintage race. So the vintage race, I was uh, looking it up. You said it's uh, they're going to do 20-minute sessions Saturday and Sunday. We just saw it on the schedule there. The theme this year is IMSA GTP. IMSA GTP never ran in Long Beach, but, uh, you know, the powers that be thought this would be kind of exciting. Uh, your friend uh, uh, Vandergriff, I think, is running the program. Mm-hmm. Chris, Chris Vandergrift is running the program. Mm-hmm. Um, they say 80s and 90s cars, but it's looking more specifically like 87 and 92. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Derek Bell and Derek Daly and Scott Pruitt and Bobby Rahal and Hans Stuck and Wayne Taylor, Allenser Jr. These are all the cars that, you know. The, the you say GTP? Car. Yeah. Wow. That'll be fun. I think it'll be – they expect about 20 cars in the field. Really? I don't know what sort of – you know, what sort of fall off we're going to see between the Saturday and the Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. um, potentially. It's always tough to get these old cars. A little bit of attrition. Yeah. But yeah. it should be it should cars be a are good, going to be fast on that shoreline. And it would be cool to be able to, to walk around a little bit and see these things. Usually they have them all, you know, in the 
in the Coliseum there in the little uh, convention. Yeah, center. and they uh, they make a great sound too. Yeah, they're I mean, there's cool. a lot of turbos and flat sixes and um you know nissan v v6s with twin turbos and stuff i mean it'll probably be I, i'm guessing porsche mostly uh some nissan a little jag mixed in there yeah, i don't know if it was um yeah jag mazda nissan lola toyota ford. oh yeah toyota yeah ford Cosworth, I guess. I'm yeah. trying to think of what, I know, like a Lola chassis or something. I, I meant to to reach out to Bobby Rahal. I know he's got his hands full running an IndyCar team, but I was wondering if he was going to do a stint in the vintage race. You think Letterman's showing up? Uh, I don't know. You'll see his beard. He definitely <laughs> shows up at Indy. Yeah. I mean, he's from Indy. Trying to think. Yeah, this is a long haul for him, but it's an exciting race. Yeah, I should talk to... Uh, Maybe I should ask Nate to ask uh, Bobby, or he'll just be there. He'll just be there. I mean, I know Bobby's going to be there. Yeah. I usually see him every year. We sit down for a minute. And who's? Uh, I don't know show. where we are with the points. Where we are in the series? Yeah. Uh, how many? How many? Yeah, I, I think how, there was. Did a, they start it with Indy? Did they end it with Indy? Uh, well, they did. Did they just do the road course? Yeah, the Indy Road Course, and then NMA is the Indy 500. So I think there are a few races in. I'm not sure what the point standing is right now, but um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know what the. I guess we'll figure out as we get into it, um, or if you see anything pop up, Chris. Where are we on the current IndyCar? Let's see, Let's see we got um, Scott McLaughlin is yeah. uh, number one. Will Power number two. Alex Pillow, Joseph Newgarden. Marcus Erickson, Scott Dixon, Colton Herta. Um, Colton is Brian's son. Um, Simon Pagino is nine, I guess. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Johnson is ten. Probably a different Jimmy Johnson than NASCAR Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Ray Hall is twelfth because there's a tie for tenth, and uh, and so on and so. But where are they uh, in in the series? I mean, in the calendar, I guess, Chris. Like, where's this? Oh, I mean, like how many races in? I think this is third. This is the third one. Okay, it, it feels it, like it'll, it's third. it'll be fun. It'll be packed. Yeah. they'll have the Takati banners flying overhead, and uh, it's just a good damn. It's just a good damn time over there um yeah so this is going to be the third this race. will be the third race so it started nobody... because when i was talking with simon this week they had just done daytona uh 24 hours daytona the rolex 24 all right uh, simon um Ilio, and then um uh the other teammates were tom did, did and they win Oliver. that thing they did or they win their class uh i think they oh that's a good question i think they won their class and overall because they were in the it was a it was an exciting race it came it came down to it. it it's crazy how that race i was just watching some uh, video footage on bring a trailer it's probably a couple of years old it was a ferrari probably a 488 and a porsche 911 you know gtr3 or 333r whatever fuck cup something uh, it was literally the last lap of the 24-hour race and they were side by side dicing banging into each other like it was it was nuts that at the end of 24 hours one car won in the gt class um by less than a second well less than a second and they were all running they were going 10 tenths 
in this thing. I mean, there were balls to the wall, mm-hmm. redlining. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it makes me think of Ford v. Ferrari when they're like, don't redline that car. And then he's like, I'm going to redline it. <laughs> and then they, they just redline it and nothing happens. Yeah. They just win the race. Yeah. Everyone else is shifting at 5,600 RPMs. <laughs> Ken Miles is going to 7,400. But it's funny. They go like, don't do this or you'll blow up the engine. He's like, I'm doing it. And then nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> just wins the just race. Just wins. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. I will tell you something in that movie that you that doesn't really uh, happen on the track, which is when you are next to somebody, whether it's Willow Springs, and um, you're next to Dan Gurney, you, not a lot of crosstalk. No. Not a lot of, <laughs> I'm coming for you on turn three, Dan. You try it. Not so much chatter. Yeah. It's kind of hard I, to hear. It's it's interesting you bring that up because I was when I was talking to Simon, I was like, hey, you do a lot of track racing and then you do some oval racing it's not like india is all oval but and i go you know tell me that they just talked to you a hell of a lot more during the oval he's like yeah it's a lot of strategy he goes there's, he goes and he literally said he goes yeah during indy 500 he has two spotters because the track is so big and they got one for half the track the other for half the track the 500 yeah right. and and they're talking over each other, and he's like, "Guys, guys, guys!" He's like, "Just let me drive. Gee, yeah, I'm yeah. doing 230 miles an hour, and you're yeah. both yelling at me. He's like, Just let me drive for a minute. It's, yeah. just, it's a lot. I feel his pain because when <laughs> when I used to do Love Line on MTV, they'd like with like um, they'd put an IFB in your ear, yeah. or they tried it for the first like several shows, and you'd be up there. And you'd be like answering a question from someone in the audience, and then like you'd hear in your ear, "Do the Israel joke, do the Israel joke," and yeah. while you're talking, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, and then you're talking to yourself, and you go, "Shut up," like to yourself. And I, I was like, "Guys, you're not funny, and this isn't helping. Just yeah. we're getting rid of this." I I remember the same story. Like it was the first couple of episodes of the car show in the studio that you're doing, and that producer is barking in your ear. You get somebody on the show, you know, Bruce Jenner, Chip Foose, and they're they're like, you know, ask about this, ask about this, right? And you're like, that's a stupid question. Everybody's asked him that question. Let's ask him something real, and you can't say that on the air because they're doing right. it basically live. <laughs> I get it for go to commercial, yeah. And I get it for the pit, you know, in the car. And I and I get it for once in a while, you'll go, um, you know, I get it for the reference stuff. Like, you'll go, um, oh, uh, what was that guy? I had the uh, the blue flame, uh, set the speed record. Um, oh, you know, the, um, the uh, Craig Breedlove. Uh, Craig Breedlove. That, remember <laughs> that guy? <laughs> like, like, I... Once in a while, yeah. That that's really what you need them for. That's what you, you need go. Them what for. was the name of that? Or yeah. who's the guy? Or, um, geez, did Pagano? Did he win overall, or did he win in the GT yeah. class? Yeah, yeah. Remind me what year is oh, this GT, GT class? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. The yeah. jokes and the questions for Pagano, we don't need. Right. You just want the Google guy. That's right. Google just, guy. Just the Google guy. You don't need the commentator. Right. Don't just, produce. Right. Just answer the question. Or produce and then stop producing <laughs> yeah, while, right. while we do the the interview. I, I you know, I was talking to Simon and going, it's got to be like, they they want to keep you calm the whole, t- the whole time. So it's kind of like the super supportive, like dad, where he's like, 
you know, Simon, you should, you're coming up on this. You should do this. You should, you know, here's the strategy. You should do this, but do, do whatever you want. It's your race. You're driving. You should do whatever you want. But the whole time they're like, do this, do this, do this. But, you know, but really do whatever you want. It's like, how about everybody stop talking and let me just do what I want? <laughs> yeah. I like the do this, do this, do that. And then they go, have fun out there. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I can't have yeah, fun anymore. You're doing great. I'm thinking of all yeah, the shit. All the shit me. you just told me to do. <laughs> I got to figure out how to do. <laughs> so I'm looking down on our list and Ram may be working on a compact pickup truck. Oh boy. Yeah. So I saw this. Is, I got to, I got to tell you, the main trucks are back. I, yeah. I've been seeing Mavericks on the road. I don't know if the oh, shit, the all electric uh, pickup truck, the Rivian, the Rivian. I've seen a few in the wild now. Yeah, they're kind of Maverick size. Like I don't know what I, they're. They're probably not calling it a mini pickup truck, but it's not a maxi pickup. Truck. Yeah, but they're a little closer to like Ranger size because Mavericks yes. small Ranger, yes. and yes. then if one, they're kind of closer to Ranger side. You know, and there's that office. Are they building it on a Ranger platform? No, this is the Rivian's all completely their own. All and, bespoke. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they're you know, great reviews on the truck. They, they, they look things. good. I've, I, I've seen one in my neighborhood. Like they're they're nice looking. There's nice looking trucks. Um, the uh, but Dodge. You know, the craziest thing. I, it still it still gets me. I am a product of the mini truck era. Yeah. I had a 79 Datsun. Oh, and you had the long bed. Long bed. The long bed mini truck. Regular cab mini truck. I had a standard bed, standard cab, 84, now Nissan pickup truck. I always wanted a Toyota Mm -hmm. pickup truck. They were too expensive. You could pick up a, a Nissan used for... A thousand bucks cheaper than you know uh, the the kind of shit I was looking at was like twenty three twenty four hundred bucks yeah. and the Toyotas were thirty three hundred bucks, but the Toyotas were always a little bit a mm-hmm. little bit better. But those things, you know, I'm six two. They got a bench seat. The bench seat was always pegged back as far as it could and go, and then it gets like very vertical on your back. Very like vertical. You really have to kind of sit up. Straight. No headrest, just head against the rear window. And I was walking through my neighborhood the other day, and I saw this behemoth honking truck and it was it was a toyota it was mammoth yeah just mammoth yeah. and and i'm new I'm like, tundra big and i was just kind of wondering like is that bigger than the dodge offering i mean i know it's not bigger than a ford f-350 dually or that kind of thing but i mean that fucking thing was a load and i like i think I think their heads would have exploded if you would have taken one of those mini truck guys from 1983 and shown them that Tundra. Like, they would have been like, holy shit, this is three of our trucks. It's crazy how big they are. It would be intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, in in 94, I I had a Ford Explorer, the two door version with a five speed manual. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's it's kind of like the SUV of mini trucks. Mm-hmm. And this week I'm driving a Cadillac Escalade. Wow! And the yeah. Escalade just seems huge. It's a load. It's just huge, and everything in it is like it's big. But you know, the center console is, you know, it's not I, six I inches think, wide. It's it's twelve inches wide. It's got your, a refrigerator in it. I think your Ford Explorer <laughs> with the Five speed. Yeah. If it was in good shape, yours was, I don't know. Oh, no, no. You had your Nissan Pathfinder crushed by a tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My Explorer was actually mint. That uh, that in mint shape because of the five speed, 
and because of the novelty of the two-door, I think that would fetch some pretty good bucks on Bring a Trailer about now. I... It was a 93. I bought it a year used in like 94. And then I traded it in 99 for a E36 M3. Nice. And when I traded it, I said, I, I've got a really clean Explorer. And uh, I said, so this is what I want for it. And they're like, yeah, we know what these things are all day long. And then they went out and then they, they BMW took it across the street to the Ford dealer guy. And they came back. And they're like... Yeah, they said it was the nicest one they've ever seen in their life. And I go, yeah, all I do is clean it and wax mm-hmm. it. And it was it was nice. You're right. It is. What is, uh, Chris, you can look on Bring a Trailer. It has to be the two-door. It has to be the early 90s, and it has to be the five-speed manual. Uh, it'd be tough to find five-speed. I know. It's yeah. it's rare air, but yeah. what I, do you guess? You know, I, I like, you know, I was in what Arizona. Do what I'd do you think like, a clean version's going for oh, if you could man, find one? Ford Explorers? I don't know what Explorers worth five grand these days. So, I, two, I mean. Two-door with the five-speed. You'd have to find. You'd have to find a really clean. I mean, it'd have to be clean example. and under a hundred thousand miles to get yeah. any kind of decent money. Yeah. Anything over a hundred, and I'm sure a lot of them, almost all of them, have a hundred. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it would be. I, I, you know, a clean one. Bring a trailer. You know, sixty five hundred bucks. Well, we'll let Chris look no around. It's a completely I, I don't know if they exist. I say maybe more. Uh, we're yeah. living in crazy times. That. Uh, that Lancia we were talking about, that Martini Lancia, you know, 92 four-door with the rally stripes on it, it finaled out at 255 yeah. on, on Bring a Tris. Listen, if, Chris, if you tell me this thing is $37,000, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty much almost what I paid for my M3 at the time. I think well, it was like 42. The E36s are moving up. The E30s yeah. have crossed uh, hundred grand now. I mean, yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all on. Are we at a time now? Like everyone's just afraid to drive their specialty cars and sell them because everyone's like, someday it's all going to be worth money. Yeah, I guess I don't know. The thing yeah. about bringing trailers is like, who knew there were so many versions of cars that nobody drove? It seems like every Grand National on bringing trailers got. 890 miles on it. Like, when did that happen? There's one up there now <laughs> that's like 250 or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ram is working on possibly a compact. Yes, the Ram 1200. I think it's, um, I think it popped up like on a website in Brazil. And that's what they're saying is going to come here. So is Dodge doing anything outside of the truck department now that the Charger and the Challenger and everything's kind of getting long in the tooth? Well, so technically, Ram is just doing the pickup trucks. Oh, it's just the Ram. brand. Dodge is doing the SUVs and cars. Yeah, is Dodge planning on bringing any Viper esque super whatever back? I mean, the Vipers have caught fire. They were worth nothing. We've talked about it a bunch on this show. Now they're fetching all the money in the world on bring a trailer. They've been uh, they stopped making their last one. Five years ago, I, I don't know when they stopped making the last Viper, but it's been a while. Are they? Do you think they're based on the sort of resurge, resurgence in popularity? The Viper. You think they're working on something? I, I, I don't know that they are, but if they did, obviously it would have to be some sort of hybrid or EV as a halo car for them. Mm-hmm. But um, but Dodge has said 
certainly with all of these success with their muscle cars, all the SRT branded stuff, the challengers, the, you know, the, the charger, the big high horsepower stuff, their intention is to keep with the muscle car theme for the SRTs, but it'll probably be some sort of hybrid solution, possibly all wheel drive. Uh, and they're going to have to just go, you know, gas engines and electric motors. I, I don't think that means Hellcat engines and electric motors. I think that means probably like, I don't know, turbo V6s and electric motors. All right. Let me hit one of my sponsors, JB Weld. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. The brand DIYers and pros have trusted for over 50 years. We use their epoxies and they also have super glues. We use those putty sticks as well. Big and small projects, practically any surface, metal, wood, plastics, glass, ceramics. You can use JB Weld on it. We've, I've always used JB Weld, but I just use it to repair metal back in the, in the day. Now they make an adhesive for everything. Just keep it in your kitchen drawer, your toolbox or down in the garage. I just keep it uh, everywhere. Also, they're the proud owner of Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. If you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner, well, they got you covered. And JB Weld products are available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more proudly made in the U.S. of A. It's JB Weld. So uh, Toyota is working on a... GR, 300 horsepower hot hatch with a manual tranny, huh? Yeah, so the Toyota uh, Corolla, the GR Corolla, you know, everything's going electric, everything's going hybrid, and uh, Toyota was like, yeah, let's just go out with a bang, uh, with a with a little hot hatch, all-wheel drive. It's mm-hmm. a turbocharged 1.6 liter. All-wheel drive. That makes 300 horsepower. Wow, they're ringing that motor out. That thing must redline into the eights. Actually, they're saying um, they're saying sixty five hundred. What? And I, I think it's it's sixty five hundred redline on a one point six. I think if they go too high, then the torque curve is too high. Right? Uh-huh. You know, so now you got to because the the two seventy three pound feet of torque is between three thousand RPM and fifty five hundred. Yeah, I guess right? it's turbo. If it was naturally aspirated, it'd need to go past. Yeah, that. and then if you started the turbos at about forty five hundred, you wouldn't get anything on the low end, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's going to scoot around. I, pretty I like good. I like the all wheel drive part of it. I do like I, the all wheel drive part, and be- and they're they're smart because it's these kind of all wheel drive little kind of pocket rocket cars that are really holding their value, the specialty, low-volume stuff, mm-hmm. stick shift, you know, manual yeah. manual shift, all-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive, you know, small displacement, rung out to get a bunch of horsepower out of it. And this is the kind of – this would be one of those put 100 miles on it, put it away, give it to your kid, and he'll sell it on Bring a Trailer right. in 20 but, years. But without a starting price of $180,000, right? right? You know, you know right. whatever, $40,000, you can get something that's kind of fun. Only comes in manual, mm-hmm. you know, which is also fun. And a lot of people have pointed out, and just a right there next to the shifter, traditional e-brake handle. Oh, right. You know, no buttons, no electronic brakes, just, just... Yeah, do a just, little drifting. Yeah, just pull the stick and just do that. I wonder if it's got... Um, I wonder if it does the rev match. Interesting. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't know. I bet it does. Yeah, I, it's a Japanese company. I bet they have enough technology to push I, that. I mean, through. like 
my Mustang has it, you can turn it on and off. I think your Z or 370Z has it, and you can turn it on and off. I Oh, yeah, yeah, mine does. It, it revs it on the way up, too, which uh, we've talked about before. <laughs> That's always a little disconcerting, but it'll uh, it'll work. But uh, Revs it on the way up, too. That's weird. I don't think my Mustang does. That. I don't think it does, either. No, because if I slowly downshift, like if I take it out a third, mm-hmm. once I get it in, I'm just about to pop it in a second, that's the trigger. It says, mm-hmm. oh, and then it rev matches. Yeah, my so, rev matches going from third to fourth. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm sure they know something, but it fucked me up. Well, like a few you times. said, they're, they're smart these days. Who knows? They figure something out. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> anyway, I, this, this seems like a fun little car, this GR Corolla. I think it'd be kind of cool. Is it out yet? They just announced it. it was just announced. I don't, there's no pricing on it. I'm not exactly sure. Is it the kind of thing you'd have to put an order in on? Yeah. So by the way, everything is going to go that way. Everything's going to just yeah. be like order it. You know, the no, dealers being, are going to be like for dealer prep and delivery and whatever. I mean, Mini kind of did that 20 years ago, right? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, but you, you, well, could, you, could, you could follow go to your it. car at the factory and stuff like that. Does it, you know, was built? I, I mean, I think the dealers are going to have a much smaller inventory of cars. Those cars are for test drives, and then when you pick one you like, then you order it, right? right. And that's if you want to go to the dealer. Otherwise, people are going to just be buying cars online and ordering basically from the manufacturer. Then the dealer completes the process for you, right? Because you can't cut the dealer out. Yeah, I, I think the um, I think back to bring a trailer. I think they've opened a lot of people's minds up to just buying cars they haven't driven. Or even see I mean, in person. It's what basically like what Tesla has been doing, and now like Lucid and Rivian, and and everyone's buying these things, and people have not even seen them in person, you know. And some of the brands that want more of a concierge experience, like the Lincoln, you know, like your Black Label, they're just going to order a Lincoln, you know, yeah. when you, when you want it, you know. Um, anyway, the Toyota Corolla, the pricing will come out later this year when the car becomes, you know, when it's closer to be the car becoming available. So you know, end of the year. All right. I'm going to be in Indianapolis in uh, Helium Comedy Club. That'll be May 6th and 7th, doing live pods and live stand-up there. Then we're doing Huntington Beach Sea Legs May 20th. That's a live podcast. Fun there. Just go to adamcroll.com for all the live shows. And you can pre-order my new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something. It's uh, available June 19th, but you can pre-order it now. It's just, July 19th. Oh, I'm sorry. July 19th. It just helps. Uh, what do you got, Matt? I just give me a follow at Motorator on social media, and we'll keep you updated there. So, till next time, Adam Carolla for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal when it comes to great rates on insurance for everything? Geico can help insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, 
Even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance, they are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. Stream the biggest movies and TV shows for free on Pluto TV. Watch movies like Titanic and G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, plus TV shows like CSI and Star Trek The Next Generation. Starting this month, check out the 24-7 Stargate channel exclusively on Pluto TV, plus hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows absolutely free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start watching today.